Hello, and welcome to Success at Scale, the podcast that covers business stories from experienced entrepreneurs, business leaders, and startup founders on how to translate business ideas into business results. I'm your host, Greg Stein, and today we're going to talk with Indiana Greg. Yes, G-R-E-G-G, just like me, Triple G, uh, founder and CEO of WeDo. And I cannot wait to talk to her. She has such a great energy and so many great stories to share. Uh, so over to you, Indiana. Tell us about you. Well, hi, Greg. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Indiana Greg. Um, I'm currently the CEO and founder of WeDo. Um, I uh, grew up in the United States, in the Midwest. I uh, studied and then I went out into the real world and started founding companies and primarily in technology. And, um, I was married, had three children, and uh, my husband decided to leave me. So I was all brokenhearted. And like most moms do when they have three kids, they get frustrated and they decide to go out and be a rock star. And um, so that's what I did. Got a record deal. Um, and <laughs> away I went, wrote a bunch of poor, horrible songs about my broken heart. And then finally I kind of got myself together, um, went on tour and Bought some pirates afterwards, started another tech company, and um, all that, all the paths of all those adventures that I traveled through led me to where we are today, and I'm happy to be here. Oh, my goodness. Well, we, there are so many things wrapped up in here. We've got music, <laughs> we've got life, we've got crazy things, kids, we've got business. I, like, tell us about the journey in terms of like, where does it where does it all start and how do you connect the dots to your to your business career? Yeah, well, it's funny how you said all the crazy things, kids. <laughs> kids oh, yeah, you got to throw it out there. Yeah, <laughs> You got to like, you know, to the moms out there watching this, right? Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think really, you know, being a child of the 70s, I was born in 1971. Um, we didn't have laptops and mobile phones, but we did have the very first computers. So it was a lot of fun always playing with DOS and then later floppy disks and Windows. And, you know, growing up through that progression and watching technology change, it's probably a really big long thread in my in my life. Um, in my early years, I was in music. My mom kind of, you know, put me in music. I was in the church and I played lots of instruments and I had a speech impediment. And, you know, long of the short, one of my teachers, uh, sent me off to have a speech therapist and, you know, music was the thing that she realized would distract me enough to be able to speak proper because I was really a mess. I spoke, I was shy of my mouth, I shish, and I was, I was really bad. And there are videos of me being, you know, looking like, uh, probably like an early stage Forrest Gump. I was also pigeon-toed. Um, I learned to dance. And so creativity and... Um, ideas and all these things that were going on in, in my mind that I couldn't actually express came through that vehicle of music and also technology as I got a little bit older. You know, we all had the little Ataris and we were playing things and then you could like hook them up to instruments and then there was MIDI and, and all of that became a thread and, and I think in my life story or my life walk and those were the things I was mostly interested in. So, you know, Fast forward 20 years is not surprising. I'm starting a tech company and it's a music tech company. And then I'm fighting the, the pirates in the pirate bay and defending like the little people because we're all small musicians when you're not, you know, selling millions of albums, right? So, um, and I think also um, 
equality, you know, is very important to me. That feeling that everyone deserves somewhat of a fair shake. And that's kind of the premise of most of the companies I've started. So, so yeah, that's kind of, those are the two threads for me. And creativity is a big one. Um, but yeah. Super, super cool. Um, now, okay. I have to ask you just because it's staring at me behind your head there. We do. What, what does we do do? <laughs> I know, right? What does we do do? And everybody ends up saying we do like by accident in conversations. We do is, um, is a platform really geared towards the creator economy. Um, we are also a banking infrastructure, banking infrastructure in the back end of it. And we are a payments gateway. But on the front end of it, you can go into any space, um, create a room, create an event, create your one-to-one, create your consultation, do your show, right, if you're a musician, and instantly take a payment or book something and perform, and it goes straight into your WeDo account. We issue you a debit card, and you can invoice and take subscriptions and take payments. So that's what we do. And it's really meant to be a space that removes the barrier to entry because we don't take an upfront fee. You got all these apps that take a bunch of money, and you need like eight to ten of them on your phone to do what we do. What we do. Um, there you I go. Did, I did it. See, yeah, yeah, see I did you that. brought it back. You brought it back. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, you mean to? <laughs> no, it's great. Um, so let me ask you this. So, so you get up every day, right? You're a creative at heart. Uh, you're an inspirational person in in general. But what what inspires and, and drives you? Like when you when you start your day, what, what are you thinking about? I think I want to change the world. Um, and I know it's crazy to say that, but I think that without that drive inside of me where I feel like this can help millions of people, I don't want to do it. If I'm going to say something, if I'm going to do something, and I think as you get older, that becomes more and more important. If, if I'm going to take time to do something, I'm kind of all or nothing. I really want to make that create a team and create a leadership team and create a company that really has an impact and, and serves a purpose. Um, and for me, that's what's in my heart. And it's, uh, it's what's, that's for me, that's what drives me. And I, I believe in that. I believe that we can do that. I don't think that uh, modern day businesses, you know, it's great to shift products, great to make money, but there's an emptiness that comes from that. And I did that and I had a super successful business at one point. I sold nail polish and it was like watching paint dry, literally. And that's what I did, right? I'm no joke, right? And then wow. I shipped it all over the, all over Europe. We shipped to Canada, United States, Hong Kong. We were all over the world. Um, it's a beauty brand. And you yeah. think I'm a girl, I'd like nail polish. I don't even like to paint my nails, but I could ship this product, you know, it was during the recession. We sold millions of, of units and it was about being the right place in the right time. So I learned that that was important because sometimes some of my other companies have been too early. And, you know, there's a there's this sweet point when you have an idea and you know you can execute on it and, and you grow into having the skill sets and the understanding of people and understanding leadership uh, and how you work with people that, that brings you to those spaces that you have to go through all the motions to get through all those risk points, right? Like, the, totally. you know, life totally. is kind of like, it's, it's your fail, you get up, you fail, you get back up, you learn more, you learn more, you learn more, and that's it. 
So that's you, kind you of hit the nail on the head for me. <laughs> you, you know, this is something we talk about in almost every one of these episodes, right? It's it's passion, it's purpose, and it's people, right? I mean, those those yeah. are the three things. The theme just keeps three coming people. out over and over <laughs> and over again, you know. Uh, and and I think it's really true. You know, if you if you wake up every day and you're super passionate about something and you see a higher level purpose and you're working for something that's bigger and better than you could ever be and you're changing the world. Yes. Love that. But the only way you're going to get there is by surrounding yourself with amazing people and bringing them together and doing all that. Right. Like to me, it just kind of brings it all together. I think you you just hit it on the head. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's also having, you know, understanding the type of person who's going to fit within your organization because fit is so important. People go for skill sets and high flyers, and that's important too, yeah. right? You need to have good people who understand and know their, their shit, right? They know yeah. their stuff. But I hope this isn't a family program, but anyway. Oh, you're good. I you're good. We, we just had one. <laughs> we just had one. I got to find the book. Oh, wait, here it is. Here it is. Are you ready for this? Hang on. <laughs> Where are you going? You're off mic, man. <laughs> How to be... Fan fucking tastic with Max Borges. We just did this one. So you're in good company. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. I feel safe. That now. was worth waiting but, for. There you go. <laughs> absolutely. That was that was great. Swear words. We're done with that. We're good. We broke the ice. Um, but but yeah, I feel as though, you know, understanding fit and understand the people who are part of that that have alignment or that same vision as you do. And and sometimes that feels like hieroglyphics. People don't understand that. What do you mean by that? Oh, yeah, we'll write our mission statement. Not important. I want to shift units. That's it. And then it all falls apart. You know. And I think that the reality is that in order to drive a business of any type, but especially in technology, you know, startups are messy. And then when you get to seed stage, it's still messy. And then you get to process the stage and you get to product fit stage. Messy, 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 messy. And it's, 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 it's never really super streamlined. You have to really care. I want to get up in the morning to do that, you know? So I just choose things that I love to do and find the people who love it with me and we do it together and no man's an island, right? You need people around you. That's it. Yeah. And, and for us at at Triple G, you know, we, we find ways to systematize and manage and, and work our way through that chaos, you know, using the guise of those, you know, three, three P's that we talked about. So I'm, I'm loving it. Uh, This conversation is, is right on the money. So Here's the next one for you. I have I have to ask you. So going back to we do, um, what do you think, uh, in your personal view, is the future of work? Where do you think all of this is is going? Well, I think that primarily as humans, we kind of gone through this functional period where you get up at eight, you go to you go home at five, you clock in, you know, that whole manufacturing piece of society. And today, there's a lot more freedom and flexibility. So the internet has revolutionized. I mean, this is uh, as important as the Ice Age, the Golden Age, the Silver Age, whatever, right? Bronze Age. Um, in terms of rapid pace technology, but what it's done is it's provided for more and more people than ever in the history in terms of education, in terms of skill sets, in terms of flexibility, in terms of mobilization, right, of people. And that means you can be anywhere, anytime, anyplace and do your work or a very big sector of the market, a very big piece of the market. And we know right now that 52% of the workforce will be freelance by 2027. And that's a $1.2 trillion, $4 trillion worldwide. 
it's hard for people to get a grasp of those numbers. It's massive. It is. It's literally half of the global workforce that are moving into this space where they're either fractional or distributed workforce or freelance. And that includes the entire creative economy. That includes the gig economy. And COVID just accelerated that probably by a few years. Um, And so we've got a J curve there. And those people don't really have a home. And there is a lot of barrier to entry. People losing their jobs, skid row full of unemployed people living out, you know, living in tents, people ending up living in, um, you know. And I believe that you should be able to be anywhere in the world anytime. And if you have that one light you keep on is your mobile phone, right? Or your internet connection. That's the last thing people are going to turn off. It's, it's like running water, right? And I think as society, um, we're, we're changing our base level, the way we live. Poverty isn't the same as it was in 1860, right? It's just not. So um, I think we're moving into a, a knowledge-based system and space where uh, things like NFTs are gonna are gonna fly cryptocurrency, um, decentraland, these these spaces, the metaverse. I know everybody's sick of hearing about that, but moving into a space where it really is tangible that you can do your job from anywhere, and it doesn't matter if you don't have a home, you can still do a job and you get back on the ladder. Yeah. And I think that's where we need to be. You know, you can't you can give a man a fish or a village a fish, right? And you you know that old parable. But if you give them the rod and the reel and you teach them the fish and you give them the tools they need, then you got something, right? Because they can right. feed forever, right? And I think that's really significant in terms of what we're trying to do with we do, what are, we're, what we are doing with we do. So, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, I mean, <laughs> everything you say, you know, when you talk about purpose and, and passion and all this, it, it just it kind of flows through you and in everything you say, I'm like hanging on to your every word here and loving it. Um, well, maybe we can recruit you. Come, come work at we do and you hang out with all the cool people. Uh, that know, sounds that fun. Cool. I'm sure that you got great. Cool I, I'm in, I'm in. <laughs> um, <Epic>. no, <laughs> we, we, we will definitely do something together. I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, but, um, and I would welcome it, um, please. Um, but, but like when you think about, you know, you talked about some people out there, you know, we're having hard times, right? And, and there is a lot, right? More than there should be. And so I really try and always talk about not just, hey, here's all the great things. Listen, I've listened to a lot of podcasts out there. And one of the things, the reason I started this is it kind of drove me nuts. I'm listening to all these people talk about how great everything is, right? But I'm really yeah. curious in, in the <laughs> real world, the practical sense, right? So we're in it every day trying to figure out practical results at Triple G. I'm trying to figure it out personally. And so I, I just love hearing about people's practical advice. So if you're talking to somebody out there or, or there are people listening to us who are struggling out there, trying to reinvent themselves as you did uh, several times, like, you know, what advice would you give to them? Don't give away your power to something that, you know, is just a hiccup. Don't, don't consider that because everyone else doesn't believe in you that it can't happen because they won't. Only you can believe in you. Uh, don't take advice for anyone that, you know, you wouldn't want to, you know, sit, sit at your table. And uh, I think that in terms of starting a business, realize that there's a, a longer term ambition to it. Understand that vision, but work your way backwards. 
and it's one brick at a time, it's one step at a time. And every day you build on that. And so the power of persistence and consistency always wins. And I think that's something that people, you have to be prepared for that, you know, and have the patience for that. But just don't do something just to do it. Figure out what that is that really you want to do and don't tell yourself no, because most of the time you talk yourself out of things that you should do. And there's a lot of power in, in every individual. I think everyone has talent, knowledge, and skills. And I think that we need more of that in the world. And if we can remove barriers and we get more of that in the world, we're going we're gonna to find that next guy, that next Einstein, that next gal who, you know, is the next Nobel winner and, uh, or the next massively cool musician, right? Totally. I think it's, it's important to follow what you're dreaming of because that's why you're dreaming it. Yeah. One of the greatest things I took uh, at Berkeley College of Music, they have a, um, a motto uh, and it translates, it's in Latin, but they translate it to mean to be rather than to seem. And this is something yeah. that like, I take with me wherever I go, whether it's in my personal life or my business life, whatever it might be, right? And listening to you, I think you, you kind of come from, you're cut from the same, same cloth in that way. Mm. Um, and I think it's, it's- That's such a powerful quote. Or a motto. Really, yeah, yeah it stuck it. with me. I, I think insane. everybody in the room just like kind of said, oh, some school motto thing. And I was like, whoa, that's Yeah, cool. yeah, you can, it's, like, it's psychedelic, exactly, right? Yes. To be resonant to seem. Yes. And, you know, that's where purpose comes from. Isn't it? Yes, it is. It is. That's <laughs> it. And, and it's, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, music and creativity, right? And like, this is the intersection of, of music and creativity. To me, it's the same thing, as I said to you earlier, like sitting behind the drums, right? I, you know, and, and being on stage and doing a musical performance, right? Or running a company, right? It's, it's finding that balance and that counterpoint and the melody and the harmony and the rhythm and bringing it all together so that you have a great, you know, enjoyable uh, piece of, of music or performance that the audience is going to love, right? Not yeah. just you, you know? So it's, uh, yeah. it's interesting how it all connects. That's amazing, actually, you know, because it is about feel. There's a pulse as well. There's, yes. a, there's a beat of the drum and it changes and shifts throughout the life of a business when it's timing, yes. you know, it's, it's rhythm, it's harmony, it's, it's all of those things wrapped into building a business and it is just like a stage performance or writing a song or you know and the counterpoint uh, yeah it's funny because like people people ask all the time they're like oh well you know oh you guys are focused on business growth like what are you talking about you know and it's like well Mm -hmm. actually that's the intangible that that i can't really talk about you know what i mean like people don't understand they know it when they see it because you know they'll come to a trade show or something and they'll be like oh my god like Look at that energy. I need to be part yeah, of that. that. Where does energy. that come from? But that's all manufactured, of course, right? Nobody knows it at the time, but, you know, that's manufactured. <laughs> it's, you know, lots of, it's rehearsals, right? It's band rehearsals. It's practice. It's all of those things. And it's the same in business to me. No, I agree. I think you're spot on with that. That's, that's pretty that's pretty spot on. I think if, if people watch this and they haven't understood it, they just need to press rewind and go back through, right? Either that or turn it <laughs> off, right? Because they just not, not it's not going to work. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. No. Um, all right. Back to you. This is, this is really cool. Uh, I think you were chosen as one of the top 10 uh, influential business uh, leaders to follow in 2022. And if, if you weren't, 
I'm saying it right now because I truly <laughs> genuinely believe it. But um, no, in all seriousness, like how did that come about? What what was that about? I don't know which one was it because we've had a few of them come through where we've been in it. And I don't know why. I don't know how it came about. I think, um, uh, you know, paying your dues and working hard. And, and I think some people thought I was cool and liked me and stuck me up there with the rest of them. Um, but, uh, you know, I've done I've done some good things in the background. I've supported a lot of companies. I, I haven't just done my own startups. I've gone in and worked and helped other startups and helped other people achieve their dreams. Uh, and I think that's fundamental because you understand how people feel. Yeah. And I think that also translates into why people give you awards or tell you that you're somebody important or whatever that is. Um, but for me, the emphasis is, you know, going back to what we were talking about, um, the passion, the drive to create something that is not just useful in my, in my point of view, but actually can be life-changing and actually have an impact on the culture or society is really what I'm interested in, you know, um, at my, in my life and my career stage. And, and it's always been what, what I wanted to do. You know, when I was, when I brought out the music platform, it was about an alternative to piracy because I felt like that wasn't fair. So equality is also part of that. And this is the same thing. You know, when you can remove barrier to entry, open up doors to education, give people access to a product where they can do just about anything in order to run a business and make it easy for them. Why not? You have to do it, right? Absolutely. And and you're a global citizen too, right? You're you're living in the in the UK, you're in Europe. Like, you know, tell tell us about, you know, kind of where you are geographically and, and how you participate in the world on on that scale. Yeah, like well right now I'm in Valencia, Spain. So Berkeley's just up the road. That's awesome. Um and there's a lot of a lot of cool musicians here. Uh and the, the company's based in London and in Delaware, and we have a European branch. Um, and, and I spend a, a lot of time here in Spain because that's where the creative people are. And to be fair, I like to hang around with them a lot more than some of the other ones. But I love them all. I love everyone on this team. Actually, they're all creative. Um, that's mean for me to say. Sorry, guys. I know you're all very creative. But this is a fun place to hang out um, to, get, to get work done with the tech team. And, yeah, I, it came about, oh, gosh, I've been... I've been in Europe. I landed here in about 25 years ago. I was in the south of France, and then I was in the UK for a while, uh, back in the States for a while. And now I kind of split my time between the two sides of the pond. So I'll be back in America next month, and maybe I'll come hang out with you. Come on over. We'd love to have you over here, that's (laughs) for sure. Um, So like at the moment, right, as you go through all of these things because you're doing so many different things and uh, it sounds like you're doing a lot of them really well. Um, Here's my question. How do you measure success, you know, both for you personally and, you know, uh, professionally? How do you, how do you kind of benchmark how how things are going, whether it's getting into the cultural thing or it's, you know, whatever it might be. I think success is when someone is using a product or a service or enjoying something you've created and it, and they are very grateful or happy for it. That, you know, that for me, that's the ultimate. Um, and that can be leaving a concert or using your gift in any way, leaving a podcast or, you know, the incubated, you know, startups who gain something from that. I think 
success is when you create value in such a way that people find it remarkable enough to talk about it. Cool. Who's influenced you? Oh, man. God. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Who hasn't? Um, probably everyone. Uh, I love I, I love to read, so there's an extraordinary number of books, and, and people make fun of me because of it. But um, I love my speech teacher. I think probably a lot of people from school, from education, my university mentors, my mentors and companies that I started, even when I was failing, they always had something that made me want to say, okay, I'll get back up and fight, even when I didn't have the fight in me. Um, my family, my parents, my kids, you know, but the biggest influence for me are those people who were world changers who stood for um, equality, probably Nelson Mandela. I loved him. Um, I love, you know, Mother Teresa too. <laughs> I mean, I, I love reading these books of these people who, you know, would die for what they were doing. And, um, you know, maybe there'll be enough fighting me left after this big project that I'll do something that I'm willing to die for too. So um, that's probably part of my spirit. Well, hopefully that's not the case. We want you to live for a long, long time. Cause it sounds like you have <laughs> so many more great things coming too. So the um, will, the will, you know, the will. Um, <laughs> do you have a mentor? Do you have a mentor now? Yeah, I have quite a few. I surround myself with them. Um, one, one is one of which is Ron Beller. He's um, an executive coach that, coaches, CEOs, and I've got several advisors. Um, our chairman, David Jake, he's, you know, I talk to him when I have issues that I want to run through him. And um, and Mark Smith, who's also on our board, and Jennifer Key, and Aloe Black, who's a musician, and Patty uh, Howard, who was one of Whitney's backup vocalists. Um, they're all part of our advisory team. And um I like spending time with them because it takes me into a space where they're not in, in the degree. And sometimes you see more looking in from the outside. And I love that. Um, you know, when you, when you do and you will have a problem or you stumble or there's something that may be bothering you or a decision that you haven't quite nailed, but you think it's this way, um, getting those points used, I think is very valuable outside of the business. So, so let's talk about that. I mean, you, you've been through times that are, you know, again, I, I hate listening to these podcasts where everybody's telling you how it's all so glorious. And then you go back to your desk and you're like, well, it's not quite that way. What were they talking about? Right. <laughs> so like, you know, let's, let's just pretend for a second that we're, we're going back to our desk now. Right. And we're going to do our work. Um, you know, what's, what's driving you nuts right now? What, what's really, you know, do you wish would be better, right. Or you could make better. I've, well, I've just gotten over a few hurdles um, recently, so I'm I'm kind of in the triumphant zone. I've got more energy, but you know, in in very recent months, was it was raising capital, um, and uh, mostly all of last year. You know, we had two rounds. We had a pre-seed, and then we started a seed. And just getting those first investors in is is sometimes you know the toughest moment when you're like, I need that first investor, and then you get them. And then if there's a lull and you haven't shut it, you know, if you've not finished it within a few weeks, you start getting going, okay, wait, wait, you know? So then it's like the machine 
for me, it becomes a machine. And like, okay, night and day, I'm going to contact every investor I know. I'm booking out, book, 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 book. Somebody's going to say yes, right? It's, it's a numbers game. Totally. And getting through that um, and understanding that you have to perform, right? You need to still be, you still have to have the lights on and be happy and, and tell them the show, you know, this is it, this is what we're doing. This is why here are the numbers and touch all the points. This is the problem we solve. And, and going through that night and day, night and day uh, it, during a period when it was COVID and it wasn't as easy as, you know, when you meet people face to face, there's an energy, they, they feel you. And then I was raising capital 100% online, really. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and, and closing those two rounds was really tough. And it's tougher, I think, for women, maybe the kind that look like me, especially because I don't look like your serious banker, do I? But we're running, this, we are essentially a bank you know, that operates in the US and the UK and Europe. We have licenses to, to you know, a regulatory. Um, so I don't look like your typical um, straight-laced accountant, do I? So uh, sometimes the, people don't take you seriously. And um, yeah, it takes a little longer sometimes. But, you know, so I, this is an I'm going to prove them wrong. So. This is an interesting But we, we did it. We raised it. I, did, I, I, I raised it. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that that topic up um, because I have a nine-year-old daughter, right? And we talk about this kind of stuff all the time. I also just watched um, and met the other day. She's a, a president at, at Under Armour, and she was talking about this topic as well. And I really enjoyed it, uh, the way that she talked about it, basically saying, like, she, she found herself in this room. Uh, I guess she had, prior to being at Under Armour, she was basically... Um, I don't even know how to say this. I'm paraphrasing this terribly, but she was <laughs> she was at a company that was primarily female. But then when she came to Under Armour, it it wasn't at the time, and she found herself in a room. Uh, and she said, "Oh my God, this is what they're talking about now. Here it is, right? It, she mm-hmm. there was all guys and her, but then she realized that they all wanted to talk to her because she was the president or the CEO in this situation, and she realized <laughs> like how much power." she had. And instead of kind of running away from it, she embraced it and really had to work on embracing that. Right. And, and so it was, it was kind of reverse in a way of what you read about or hear, but she said, don't get me wrong. It's a very real thing. It's, it's, you know, all this stuff, but it was just interesting to hear that kind of twist on it. You know, I'm, I'm curious, you know, to get your take on, on what you've seen, especially in the world of tech, right? Yeah, well, it's tech's tougher because it is a lot of guys in a room and, and they all think you can't code and they're like, go get the coffee. And, and it's like that. For and I've been in conversations where, you know, I've been the head of a tech team and, and people are like, well, you probably don't need to come to the next meeting. And I'm like, but I'm building this. <laughs> what right. are you talking about? You know, like they just, you know, selective listening really of who you are or what you do. Um, I think, you know, women don't, brag about themselves as much men are better at talking about their loyals they're better at beating their chest and it's it's, it's normal right it's normal for you for, for men um and they've had more experience i mean we're it's generational in a way you know the 70s was just after people were burning their bras my mom still thought you should work at home and or live at home and take care of your family don't go to work and that breaks up the family so there's been a you know a few generations now that we're down the way so breaking the ice you know it's it's a real thing it's a real thing um but it's changing a lot and i think that's okay i think that we we are where we are why we're here is 
why we're here and all we can do is, is make things better and be good role models. And so the next generation has more choices and to make more positive choices for their lives. Exactly. Yeah. I, I love it because my, my daughter is, uh, she, like I said, she's nine and she is just, she's a firecracker. She's an AA <laughs> personality, right? And she walks in the room. I mean, there's a picture of her. Uh, I don't know how old she was, maybe like four or something. And there was a new mayor that was voted in. We went to meet the new mayor locally. And there's a picture of her like kind of talking to the to the mayor like this, like she was in charge. Right. And I was like, this is weird, you know, and I loved it. You know, it's just it's great to see that kind of level of empowerment in, in our next generation. And, and that's the way it needs to be to me. You know, people need to be people. Right. Just get out there and like you said, be the best you can. So um, it's good stuff. Um, all right. Change the topic. What's the biggest thing you've learned this year? Oh, this year in 2022. 2022, not 2020 again. <laughs> <laughs> um, 2022. Um, yeah, I think this, well, this year so far, what I've been learning is uh, sometimes slowing down helps you move faster. And so thinking things through and hesitating at some point in the, in the rhythm of the company makes a lot of sense. So at the beginning of the year, we kicked off the year, like what is our actual message around this company? Cause it feels really mixed up. We've had a lot of people doing this thing and that thing. And how do we make that all come together? So we started out with the entire team, all 25 of everybody um, focusing on let's, let's go back to our core values. Where's our brand going and, and slowing that pace down. So we have a really clear message. And I think that there are a lot of moments in business where slowing down to plan or slowing down to to take strategic decisions is really important. I think that's something that was has been a really big theme, you know, in our processes, in our product, in everything that we're doing right now. Um, and it's good to do that because when you go through a really, you know, you're running, you're running, you're running, you're running. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. You can stop the marathon for a minute. Right. And catch your breath and get ready for the next one. And that, right. I think that's something that I've learned um, recently. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, getting go, back go, go. to the rhythm again. Right. <laughs> so you're bringing it right yeah. back to the rhythm and the cadence. It's yeah, it's really important. <laughs> and, you know, I, I always say uh, I've said it to quite a few of my clients. Look, you're going to have to slow down before you speed up. Right. Like I've, I've, I have clients where it's like, just go, 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 go. Let's just sell stuff. And it's like, well, what are you selling? Oh, I don't know. We got to just sell stuff. And it's like, okay, <laughs> nobody's going to care, you know, and, and you get into that kind of situation. And sometimes it's really good to just think more strategically. So I'm with you. All right. I got one more question for you and then we'll, we'll kind of wrap things up. What is the one question I have not asked you that you wish maybe I did? Obviously. Uh, you should ask where people can download the app. Oh, and you beat me to the punch. How can they get? We do. <laughs> oh, excellent. You beat me That's to the punch. So one. answer answer it. Let's do it. Where where can we get All it? All right, let's do this. Okay. Well, right now it's on iTunes and Android. You can register your username. And we're opening up over the next... We were already letting people in slowly. Um, but if you would like to be part of this uh, social revolution... Uh, <laughs> no, the changing the world. No, if you would like to be a part and check out if you're part of the creator economy or thinking about that, um, that's really would like 
I'd love for you to be there and send me a message. So um, it's we do in Android and iOS, and we'll be rolling it out on iPad and, and um, the big screen. What and what's think? the website address? It's getwedo.today. Getwedo.today. Love it. Everybody's got to go there. Um, it sounds great. Well, listen, uh, Indiana, this has been a real pleasure, uh, especially the fact that you brought your last name with my first name. I mean, it's just like there's some weird cosmic thing happening here and I'm loving no, it. You're probably related. You never Greg, know. Greg. You never know. Yeah. We could be in reverse, you know, but anyways, <laughs> it's uh, it's really awesome to meet you. Love what you guys are doing at We Do. Uh, it sounds like you are doing it really well. Uh, with a lot of great ideas, but uh, love meeting you. And uh, thank you everyone for listening, hanging with Indiana and I. Uh, check us out at triplegventures.com. And uh, please be sure to like, share, subscribe, all that social media stuff. I don't know. But anyways, thanks for listening. We'll catch you on the next one. Until then, peace.